Welcome to Catholic Stuff You Should Know, a J10 initiative. It's a maze. What's up? Welcome back to the podcast. This is Father Nathan. Father Michael. Lachlan. This is Catholic Stuff You Should Know. And if you don't know, then, well, you're going to soon figure it out. So. We're back. Once again, thank you to Greg Willits for getting our equipment set up. I was so thankful that everything worked uh, as it should. It worked again. It worked again. Off again, yeah. That's right. All right, here we go. We're trying to get caught up. Uh, normally, we don't see each other this this rapidly, but uh, uh, we just can't get enough. <laughs> just can't get enough of each other. That's what it is. And the summer is crazy. I'm traveling about half the time. I'm going to be away from my, my uh, office, which is horrible. I, I hate it, but it's all for work. Are the, those are all planned trips? All for the glory of God. Yeah. Yeah. Vocations, youth, young adult, et cetera. All kinds of youth rallies, all kinds of vocations meetings. And Oh, yeah. What's the boot camp called? Uh, yeah. Alive in Crisis Ethical Boot Camp. That's yes. right. That's right. We've been, I've been on here for almost a year now because it was mid-June when I recorded my first one and I was... Stressed out about it then, so we're coming back to the uh, yeah. alive in Christ time that the young men's ascetical. That's right. Yeah, it's here. only been a year. Yeah, well done. Thank you. Almost any, a year. Any reflections you want to give? You know. Yeah, I want to. I want to thank the uh, my mom, <laughs> <laughs> my Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's right. See, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's been good. I've, I'm I'm very surprised. Thank God for technology. How uh, how widespread this podcast gets, and how many people can listen and be influenced by it. And mm-hmm. we like doing it. It comes very naturally to me. I don't know why I didn't do this before. Yeah, you don't get nervous, do you? I don't get nervous anymore at all. I used to get nervous a couple of few, first couple of times. Uh, I'm yeah. There's sometimes depending yeah. on the topic. Yeah, depending on like, uh, yeah, if it's been a while. This is the magic still there. Right. It is know? hard because you want to do every topic incredible justice. That's why, like, when, when we... You want to do every topic <laughs> incredible justice. Well, when we first started, I wanted, like, if the topic is called one thing, like, we, we, we have to be all-encompassing. Like, we have to address that topic right. and exhaust it, you know? And now I've realized that's not what this podcast does. <laughs> We, we that's don't exactly ex- right <laughs> we don't exa- exhaust topics on this podcast so sometimes i see when when we do a, a topic that's like it's not named something like we did the gluttony podcast but it's like it's named something a little more random to show mm-hmm. that this is here's our thoughts on this topic and the holy spirit's going to work through our conversation but it's not necessarily an exhaustive analysis of this subject right which that that takes the pressure off it certainly does that's where that's where we're more catholic than stuff yeah. you should know <laughs> Because yeah, I true. think the stuff you should know, guys, are really uh, disciplined in terms of like research yeah. and whatever else that stuff is. That's true. That's true. But yeah, we're trying to get caught up because uh, Father Michael's going on vacation. I'm moving parishes. Um, we have a tendency to like miss each other from time to time or forget or miss schedule or get lazy. Um, but then also Father Mike and Father John are heading off to Deutschland mm-hmm. uh, to study... Alemania. Mm. Um, and uh, so, yeah, they'll be doing that. So I think they'll still be recording, but they're going to ha- pre-record a few episodes. Yeah. So it'll get stale, folks. So so we're recording only a week after we recorded last time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it is kind of odd, but it's nice. I did. When, when we went so long without recording, I missed it. I really did. Yeah. Like, I, lo- I looked at the equipment in boxes in my basement, uh-huh. <laughs> the studio, there's a box. I was like, oh, we need to do that again. That's fun. Yeah. 
I kept looking at my phone and it kept saying uh, re- <laughs> record podcaster. And I was like, I don't think we've done that. So. Do that. so actually, today is one of those topics where it doesn't seem like it should be a Catholic stuff uh, topic, but I, I'm going to try to finagle it in such a way that uh, I think I think it does have. Those seem to be some of the best ones, actually. Yeah. <laughs> They sometimes do. Also, I want to say the the Facebook feed. I'm not on Facebook anymore. I mean, I'm there in name only. I haven't you know deactivated my account. Yeah. Um, but uh, Father Michael keeps up with it, and uh, you posted some good quotes. Yeah. Like like I, I asked for I asked for quotes to go on T-shirts or on. Uh... Oh my gosh, <laughs> some of them are hilarious. Yeah, you guys have really good memories. Some people even remembered which episode. That like the, the quote came from yeah like that like like it's usually a banter something something you said Father Nathan like literally ninety nine percent of the quotes are yours that people <laughs> remember but it's something and some people like remember the, what 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 podcast it was yeah it's incredible but yeah I was reading through those last night it was hilarious I think we have like fifty responses now that people want to see on uh, yeah on swag we're still trying to figure out you know if we're gonna do like a t shirt or yeah. a star suit or something so like that. if you're not on Facebook and you want to vote or share ideas for t-shirt quotes or just something that we can put on swag uh logos or whatever uh send us an email tell us an email yep or or go on facebook you're on facebook that's where the where the thread is so yep so uh so this podcast today is on summer vacation nice. um so for the last the last really like 25 of the last 33 years i have been on some kind of uh, summer vacation where you're on like an academic schedule and you know you're waiting for the day where you have the final day you watch a movie you eat a bunch of candy you write in everybody's yearbooks like you know stay in touch have a great summer the ritual. Um, there was this girl Bryn who was super cute at, at my school and I asked her to sign my yearbook and I don't think she knew anything about me but she said she said <laughs> <laughs> stay sweet and in Scholastic Bowl. <laughs> bowl? <laughs> yeah, because that was like the quiz bowl oh, that I was okay. in. But it was kind of like that was all she knew about me. <laughs> That's what she knew, yeah. Stay nice. sweet and in Scholastic <laughs> Bowl. Which underneath it, like my guardian angel wrote, you're a celibate sucker. <laughs> so, all right. So you have summer. And uh, summer, everybody's looking forward to summer. Doesn't matter if you're in school, out of school. Everybody wants to get to summer. But then there are certain things that happen in the summer that we, if we don't anticipate, we're, we can fall into these kind of habits. And we don't realize, but there are certain things in school that we're getting that are actually quite meaningful, right. um, even if it's not like, you know, uh, okay, so you're not writing book reports and you're not like in, you know, calculus class or something like that. But I will say like in school, you are getting... Uh, community, regular kind of meals together. Right. Um, you're getting study. Right. And uh, you get some kind of recreation. So you get, you have intensive work, but then also, you know, free time. Then you get to summer and it's like, I have unlimited freedom. I can do whatever I want. I can sleep into whatever I want. I don't have to get up. I don't even have to like eat school food. Which, you know, sometimes you miss it, sometimes you don't. Right. But then all of a sudden it's like, shoot, I don't have some of the th- same things. And you're not even around the same people right. in the same way. So like some of your friends, you like you, you think you're going to be in close contact with, 
But, you know, in fact, like you're, you haven't seen them, so you don't. I'm thinking of this right now because every, uh, every book of Harry Potter that I've, you know, begun um, usually begins with Harry uh, talking about Summer yeah. and his times with the, the Dursleys. And it's horrible. Yeah. Like he's locked underneath the stairs. Special shout out to Sunit Zaleski because she's super excited that I'm reading Harry Potter for the first time. Does she live under stairs? Yeah, no. I didn't know that. <laughs> no, she found out that I was reading Harry Potter and she had like a little like freak out. Um, but uh, so like he he doesn't have his friends. He doesn't have Ron and Hermione. He doesn't have his teachers that he actually really likes. He doesn't have his enemies, so he doesn't really have challenges. Um, he doesn't have Quidditch, so he doesn't have recreation, and he doesn't have. Dumbledore, so he doesn't have, like, at the snap of a finger or the wave of a wand, like, you know, feasts. Right. So, and he's re- reflecting on how lonely he is. And uh, last year was my first summer uh, where I wasn't on, in a, in a special way, summer vacation. Yeah. Like, I'd work the whole year, and then summer came, and I was like, great. And then it was the worst summer ever. Mm. So, um, I didn't take any vacation. I didn't take a day of vacation from May until September, which is a really dumb idea. Yeah. Um, and I ended up getting stressed out, burned out. So uh, just I want to like kind of talk about just some tips for how to deal with summer vacation from a student's standpoint. And then I'm asking you, Father Michael, Lord Pastor, he's been out of school for like, what, 20 years, something like that? <laughs> Uh, 11 years 11 years but you've been working a job like a regular job yeah where you don't particularly have a summer vacation but you still have summer since i was 12 (laughs) no i was a paper boy at 12 i worked every single summer since then oh well then great then you have a lot more experience than i do i didn't have a job at all (laughs) um i worked from time to time uh i'd pick up an odd job for like maybe three months uh, maybe six months, and then I then I'd say, yeah, enough of that. Mm. So my brother uh, Michael, um, he was detasseling. Have you ever heard of detasseling? No. The I don't even know if they do it anymore, but uh, there used to be these crews that would go out and they would pull the the tassels or like the the pollen, uh, uh, like kind of feathers at the top of a corn stalk uh, they'd pull those off okay um so that the, the corn wouldn't pollinate and then they could use the corn in a different way something right. like that okay i really don't know what he did all i knew was that it was uh 100 degrees 100 degrees outside he had to leave at like 5 a.m and uh he'd get back you know late in the day and be exhausted and have to do it again and i'm like that looks horrible yeah i wanted to go to the surf club and play mortal Kombat. <laughs> that was it <laughs> So That's yeah, kind of a job. <laughs> yeah, it was work. Tell me, yeah. Tr- trust me, I was I was working it. I was working <laughs> it at that place. But uh, the funniest thing was my brother was uh, he worked his way up from just like a regular detasseler to like a crew boss. Mm. And there was this guy on the on the crew named Greg, and he was he was a total buffoon, mm. and he was in my grade. No one liked him, whatever else. And my brother, he didn't really like him either because he's like, do you know this Greg kid? And I was like, don't even get me started, Mm -hmm. whatever. One day, my brother was in the back of the bus. I don't even think he remembers. He'll remember the story, but he doesn't remember that I know it. And Greg was in the front of the bus, and Greg hawked a loogie 
he spit out of the window as the bus was driving oh. and the loogie went all the way around the bus rode the current and hit my brother in the face and he fired greg those are skills <laughs> i know it's like the seinfeld episode about the magic loogie anyways so all right so okay anything i feel like i've kind of set the stage no i i i hear all the time people that are in not even necessarily like the summer break, but like people in focus, focus missionaries, that they get out of focus after a few years and they, they don't have the structure built into their right. life anymore. And it's right. just, they feel like they're flailing, you know, or, or, mm-hmm. or drowning. They, we, the structure that's built into, I mean, like Psalm 104. I, I, I oftentimes give Psalm 104 as a penance for people hmm. that are somehow either they they're fighting against the reality of their lives. Like they're, they're fighting against the structure built into them as a human being, or, or they're somehow lost without structure in their, in their day or in their life, mm-hmm. or in their year. It's a Psalm of creation. It's a Psalm of the way that God created things. And it's being a Psalm, it's a prayer. So it's a great way of saying, you know, like, cause like I, I really do. I know I've said this before. I abhor structure. I do. I love liturgy for some reason. Like that, that's where I get my structure in, but I love waking up in the morning, having nothing on my schedule, and I will not be lazy. I mean, I know some people personally would be lazy. I'll get up and I'll go out and I'll spend the entire day just engaging with Dessa Sanguine in me as well, but engaging with people and wherever I go. And I can have 15 random conversations with 15 completely different people, be completely vulnerable with all of them and walk home and just be, be and loving it, like a yeah. day without structure. But, but that would be unhealthy if I had that every day. Like yes. I can do that on my day off, but we need... We, Christ built a structure into the world. Right. And so we, if we don't have it like imposed upon us, like in the military or in school, like you said, or in you know being a focused missionary, the, the way that you private holy hour every day, things like this, it can, it can go by the wayside. And we need that structure, usually, usually empowered by community in order to be healthy mm-hmm. and happy. Yeah. And when we get freedom, many times we misuse that freedom right. and... You know, the first thing you do, like when you're when you get home from you know a long you know finals and everything else, you've been staying up super late, projects stressed, sleep in, you know you just don't do anything. You binge watch a bunch of Netflix. Um, you just totally veg out. Yeah. But then too much of that, and then this sadness creeps in. Yeah. This sorrow creeps in because I've lost purpose. Yeah. What am I supposed to even be doing? And be very careful because one time I was like, you know, in the middle of the summer, I told my mom, I was like, summer's, this is just so dumb. I'm bored. Like, this is lame. And she goes, great. Here's your book report. Yeah. Dang it. (laughs) Why didn't I say anything? Yeah. Of course, I I was in trouble. So it wasn't like I was just complaining, but that's what she assigned me is I had to do a book report. Mm -hmm. So, um, so we'll misuse the freedom. Um, but some of that's necessary. You have to rest well. If you go on retreat, one of the first things you do on retreat is you spend the first two days just like totally, totally catching up on sleep right. because the body has to get, you know, refreshed. But then you have to start getting into a rhythm, you know. And so what I would propose is you need to get into kind of a human rhythm, but then you also need to get into a, a spiritual rhythm. Um, so summer is a great time um, if you've been wanting to like tackle certain kind of readings or certain projects or whatever to do that you have freedom now however sometimes it's like i could do anything i'll do everything you know right so when i start when i got done with you know spirituality here 
um, I would take home all of these books because I'm like, great, I've got like 15 books that I want to read. Right. They would sit in a corner yep. the whole time. Yep. You know. So then, what you have to do is say, this is what I want to do this summer, and be very realistic. If you complete that project by June, I guarantee you, you're already ahead of schedule. You know, if you just choose one thing. Right. So whether it's like, you know, I want to take up. Uh, I don't know, longboarding or something like that. Great. That's what you want to do. Dedicate time to it, you know? Like, find other people who do that and and do it with them. Yeah. But then, like, don't be crazy and be like, I'm going to read this. I'm going to, like, you know, figure this out. And, and don't make it all, like, kind of passive entertainment. I'm going to watch every episode of, I don't know, Grey's Anatomy or something. Right. It's like... What do you really want to accomplish at the end of the summer that you somehow engage with these characters? Now, you need to take a break, right. you know, and like, you know, that can be re- recreative. But if that's like your only project for the summer, like, do you really want that to be everything? Right. Like one summer, I said, I want to get a tan. That was what I wanted to do. <laughs> it seemed like a really cool idea, you know. I was like somewhat infatuated to do this (laughs) pretty much. Yeah. And, uh, like I went over to my friend Janine's house and I would lay out, I did it. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, I was totally shameless because like she lived in this really secluded area, you know? So like, I was just like, you know, I'm going to look like a beached whale, but that's okay because no one's around. So I'd lay out my towel and I'd lay out. I was Mm. disciplined on that. Mm. I did not get a tan. It was the weirdest thing. I was working on it and I didn't get a tan. Now I don't. Th- I don't think I was using like SPF fifty or something, right. but I was doing something wrong. Okay. Right. A few summers later, I did landscaping. It okay. was a great summer. Like yeah. I felt like I was actually completing things yeah. every single day. Like I had projects. We would plant a tree. We would uh, like sod a yard. By the end of that summer, I had an incredible tan. Yeah. <laughs> and and at the end of it, I wasn't obsessed with getting a tan. I was obsessed with actually making money, right. you know. And, uh, I, of course, I quit that job, you know, okay. after three months or two months. Um, but, like, I actually had meaning. Yeah. But then while I was working, particularly that summer, I wasn't like, I want to grow in my spiritual life. But I was like, I also don't want to be... I was outside all day, so I wanted to spend some time inside... So then I would just go to the Adoration Chapel. Right. And I had freedom because, like, you know, I, I didn't have, you know, school or whatever else. So I could go to the Adoration Chapel at, like, 10 or 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. Because I didn't have to be up, you know, until, like, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock the next morning, like, to be to report hmm. for work. Actually, I was I was reporting to work earlier, but, you know. Well, let's see that. Some of you got a Jesus tan. Jesus tan. Presence of Jesus. That's right. <laughs> it was actually because like if I rolled up if I rolled up my sleeve, I was like pasty, pasty yeah. white. Yeah. So um uh but like if you get yourself into a rhythm, now all of a sudden like you're finding like fulfillment in terms of a project which you get at school, yeah. but you don't realize it. You're getting an education if you get if you get some kind of job, you yeah. know, you're getting some kind of you know information. Um, but then also like, then you have space after you've worked that it's like, what do I want to do with this? Yeah. And then community is so much better because then you're happy to see your friends instead of sitting around all the time. Yeah. And like, you can only play so much Mario Kart. Right. I mean, I'm dead serious. Like, and we would play Mario Kart like hardcore. 
But then by like the fourth or fifth hour, we would start screaming and cursing at each other and hating each other because it was like, you know, you just get fed up with the game. So then you just start ganging up on one guy and you just take all of his balloons and run him over with a star. So he's completely out of the game. You left a banana among the treats again. <laughs> yeah. I told you not to do that. No, we do this thing where like we would we would secretly pick one guy and we would oh. we would get all of his balloons oh. and run him over. And then we would play the longest game because he couldn't do anything so we would just like run around and pretend that we were hitting each other but not you know so that this guy had to feel you know eventually it ends in wicked claw you know right so that's how you break the machine i i I think there is some a wisdom to because we've all had that experience of saying when we're living within the structure of in in this case in this example school we're living within the structure of school and we we're saying okay this is what I'm going to get done this summer so we bring home books that we're going to read we have kind of all these we even have these plans though those plans that we have are flowing out of a structure that's present mm-hmm. so i think that's what the problem is is that we we are living in whether it's in school or in focus or, or whatever structure that we've embraced through a community, we're living within that. And then when we produce goals out of that that time, those are good goals. And so we really should do that. I mean, I think it's the last thing you want to do is to say, <coughs> well, I'm going to spend the first two weeks of summer or of this of this unstructured time just resting and then make goals for the summer at that point. You're not going to make good goals because you're, you're out of of the realistic situation, mm. the structure that's so healthy. Like if we're in a healthy structure and then we say, I'm going to make goals that flow out of this structure, those are probably healthier than the ones when we're when we're having nothing to do all day and we're saying, well, this is the way it is. So let me make one goal, a small goal every day. It's like, that's not, that's not the healthy way. And if, if we can, it really does come out of what the condition you're living in at the time. Make, make goals for your life when you're living in a good condition. It's just like, don't go grocery shopping when you're hungry. Yeah. You know, you're, you're going to buy all the stuff you don't need. You know, don't make any strong decisions when you're in despair and depression. You know, you know th- these things we, we kind of have to, if we're living in a good structure and especially in a good community, then we can have, if we know we're going to be separated from that structure or from that community for a while, make goals at the time. Yes, make them lesser, make them smaller make them doable certainly but but you're you're gonna when you're living the same like i had a professor in seminary i think i shared this before too but you know he would say he was a scripture professor he'd say you're gonna study scripture you're gonna sit in your room you're gonna read the bible and you're gonna you're gonna think about it you're gonna analyze it etc but it's gonna be different to you when you're in liturgy right hearing the word of god in liturgy is gonna be a different experience than sitting in your room by yourself reading it then and the the word of god when it's proclaimed liturgically when it's received by a congregation when it is then processed by you know a, a homily that is preached to a congregation in a certain time and space it's it's the same word of God. It's the same words, but but there is the reality that is that we experience because of the objective reality of liturgy. We're going to get more out of it than we will reading it privately in our room. You know, mm-hmm. absolutely. The same thing happens when we're living in a good community, good structure. The decisions we make, the goals we make at that time when we're living, in a sense, when we're in a state of grace. Right? When, when you're in a state of grace, you're you're making good decisions because you're in a state of grace. If you're not in a state of grace, don't plan you know don't don't make these big plans don't make any major decisions because you're not in a good place you know objectively you might feel that you are but you're not and so it's the same thing when when you're in community when you're living in that structure then make goals that are doable etc try to follow them through as best you can we don't always do well with that but um 
so yeah, I mean, we're already as people are listening to this, if they're listening to it when it comes out, it's we're already in summer, I guess. But yeah, but hopefully they're already past the part where it's like they're through their bender. Yeah, right. They're through their bender, and now it's like okay, it's middle of June. Right. You know, you think you have a long time, but like, you know, summer's going to go by pretty quick. You only have about about two more months. Yeah. Not to freak you out, but, you know, August 15th is about when you start. So right. then, all right, so what's going to change? You know? Right. The other thing is, um, you know, community. Like, you know, you, you want to see your friends all the time. Uh, but then, you know, there's this idea we're going to spend all this time together. But then everybody's in the same situation. Everybody's thrown off. So sometimes you have to fight for those, you know, times together. But then, like, like create memories. That that was what I like was thinking about. What were the best summers that I had? It was when I created memories yeah. with my friends. Yeah. You know, instead of let's just hang out and do nothing. Right. You know, like actually, like take a road trip, do something, go on a bike ride to a park that like you you think is just a little bit too far. And bring your lunch. That was the first time I ever had salt and vinegar chips. I'll remember that forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I thought they were disgusting. Now yeah. I think they're amazing. Um, but uh, like, there's just there's just parts of us that that yearn to kind of create like these lasting relationships. Yeah. But sometimes we're just caught in between. Like, well, I don't, I don't, I think this is naturally going to happen, or like um, this this has to happen. It's like okay, like, you know, look for opportunities, like, think ahead. I mean, I can't believe I'm saying, like, plan something, you know, because I like it to be really spontaneous. But yeah. it's always great when, like, you take a fishing trip or, like, I, I really don't know what girls do, you know? Like, <laughs> sit on the trampoline together for an hour and talk about <laughs> boys, you know? Plan that. But, like, there's just parts of it that's, like, like you want to spend the time with these people, but like be realistic. Right. But then when you have that community, also like be adventurous. Like go to a daily mass if you've never been to daily mass. Try going to daily mass more than once a week. Yeah. You know, find the find the adoration chapels around you and learn their codes. Put it in the put it in your phone, and then you can just start getting into a rhythm of like this is what I do. Yeah. And do it together. Yeah. So, and I, I think the way that you can plan that and still be spontaneous is, in a sense, look at the example of meals. Meals have always been the time where community right. happens, where where me- where shares sh- stores are share stories are shared. Excuse stories me, are shared. it's too early. Um, stories are shared, and and there there there's the idea of a banquet, a, a sit down meal, and it's like the the fact that there's food and you're all sitting on a table. That's the planned part. Like it, right. it's, it's not it's not overthought. It's just hey, we're going to all sit down at the same table. We're going to share a meal, and then but that's not the part you remember necessarily. That that's not the that's not the adventure of it. That's not the memories part of it. But it, that's the structure provided. So if you have a certain structure to your summer, I mean, if there is a certain, we're not just gonna you know have an unplanned day, but we're going to say, well, we're going to hit the, we're going to hit the mass. We're going to hit adoration. Um, you know, we're going to, we're going to go play tennis, whatever it might be. That's what I grew up doing. Yeah. Summers, you know, there, there's something we're going to do and you provide a very basic foundation so that you're not just becoming slothful, but don't make the foundation so complicated that you can't be spontaneous. You can't be yeah, the, John. The, prophet, <laughs> the prophet type thing. Sorry. Plan mandatory plan. For yeah. Me. Yeah. But okay, so that's kind of the that's kind of the high school, college, you know, like you know, you have seminary. a seminary. You have a seminary. 
Um, you have an ordered life, and then in the summer you have this extended break. Also, teachers. Yeah. Any teacher yeah. out there, you know, I don't know what teachers are going on benders with Grey's Anatomy and and Panera, but you know, sure whatever, maybe. But like, so like, what advice would you give to someone who's working a nine to five job that doesn't change just because it's summer? You yeah. know, like I didn't take a vacation. Um, I didn't even I didn't even get into the mountains. I, I only went camping just the very end with the rap family. Okay. Um, it was in like late August. Mm. What? Yeah. You can't, can't wait that long. You know, so what are the advice would you give? Because I really, I, I don't know, you know. I, I, I went a few years of my priesthood not taking a vacation and not taking a day off. And, and it was, what happened was, is I, I, I did that because I had planned this great three-night camping trip that I was just going to literally take a sleeping bag, a tent, and a little cooker and go into the mountains by myself because I was around people all the time and to go on this vacation. Mm -hmm. I was so looking forward to it for like two to three years. I finally had it planned out. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. And all of a sudden I had a parishioner die and we were going to have the funeral on the first day. I said, okay, still got two days of it. And then it's literally as I was about to get my car to drive off on the trip, my car wouldn't start. And it was like, I got so depressed. Yes. And, yeah. I, and I just thought, why, why am I so depressed? Like, I've been looking forward to this for years. That's why. And right. this was the one time. And I went to talk to my spiritual director. And he says, look, you can't do that. You need, you need 45 minutes. This is what he told me. 45 minutes a day of leisurely rest. At least 45 minutes a day. Every week, take your day off. And then once a, even like once a month, take an extra day off maybe. And then once a year, take at least a week vacation. Yeah. And it was like, if, if you build in, <clears throat> if you build in the rest, the, the Sabbath rest, I mean, it's built into the week. You know, we priests don't necessarily get that on Sundays, but you know, you, it, it's built into the week. If, if you build it into every day, get 45 minutes, um, you know, whatever your spiritual director tells you, whatever you discern. But if you can get that time in, then there is this, you, you, you've, you've built in rest into your day. I mean, this is why the, the fathers recommend a holy hour, right? It's it's a day set aside only for Christ, you know, only for an intentional conversation with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And and that's necessary. But I think, I think, you know, if you look at European culture, I mean, people take a whole month or two right. off, you know, right. it's like they, they understand that part of humanity. We in America, we don't necessarily always see that as a virtue, although we, we maybe we should, but but that there's certainly a, if we, I think that it's true. If you built in the structure into every day, I know it's hard when you're, when you're parents, it's hard when you, right. you know, when, when you own a company, whatever these things are, it's really, really hard to build that in. But if you can build that in, and I guess the way to do it is, you know, if you, if you're, if you're married, make tell don't even don't necessarily do it yourself tell your spouse please take a half an hour please take 45 minutes to yourself and i'm gonna make sure that happens i'm gonna try to provide that for you whether it's taking care of the kids doing the dishes yeah. doing the cooking whatever and you go get your half hour you go get your 40 you go get your holy hour you know you go do that at some point yeah. and provide allow the other to to have that by your own actions and i think if that's built if if the rest is is good rest good leisure is built into every day where you're reading or you're praying or or you're just relaxing working in the garden yeah. you know doing something that you love that is work but it's really it, you're you're active but it's really play yeah and, and if you built that in you don't need to wait for the summer for that i mean that's that's i guess that'd be my advice you don't even need to wait for vacation for that build that into at least once a week get it get an hour doing something else i mean i i know myself and i know how long it takes me to transition from 
at hearing hearing one person's issues mm-hmm. and you know trying to be there for them and be a, a father to them and then i need a processing time until i go into the next one mm-hmm. or i'm going to have a situation like i did when i was in prison ministry where a guy I think I've shared this before. While well, guy loses his grandmother and his 12-year-old daughter in two weeks of each other, and he's in prison. He cannot go see them. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm weeping with the guy. I'm crying with him. I'm trying to give him some support because he just found out that his daughter died, his grandmother died last week. And then the next guy walks into the room and is like, Father, my girlfriend won't answer my collect calls. And he's furious, you know? And I'm like, dude, I just talked to a guy who lost the two most precious people in his life. Yeah. And now I have to listen to you and, and somehow, you know, be a listening ear to your issue because your girlfriend won't answer your collect call. You know, it's like a, the, I needed that processing time. So that's kind of what it is in this life. We need that downtime. I had a parishioner. He would, he would had a very stressful job. And so our church was between his work and his home. And so he'd come home and he'd share me like, I, I bring my work home with me. Like I'm getting fresh with my wife and my kids because of the stress of work. And I said, look, dude, here's a key to the church. Go to the church and spend 20 minutes, half hour by yourself detoxing from work and preparing for home so that when you walk into your house, you kiss your wife first thing with a smile on your face. You embrace your kids with a smile on your face. Like you, you, you've left work at work, but that doesn't come naturally to us. We need that 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 rest time. Summer would be seen as kind of that's the year's rest time, but we in America don't get that, and we do, we don't you know we do and, yeah. and we maybe we don't even need it, but we do need something, some sort of rest right. again, daily, weekly, monthly, annually, etc. Yeah, and sometimes people plan their they plan their week even tighter in the summer. Yeah. I mean, and that's the result of like kids and camps and training and swim team and uh, play dates and whatever else. And like for the parents, like you need to rest too. Yeah. And you need to be proactive about that. So, like, I think a great idea would be have your spouse, have your, you know, whoever plan something for you that it's just like, look, on this date, you're taking off and this is what we're doing, you know? And then you do the same for that person or you plan it and say, this is what we're going to do that day. Um, And, or if you're, you know, alone, single, whatever, like plan something with your friends and be, be really intentional about like, I'm not going to let this, this go by. The other thing is like, the whole reason why we look forward to summer is getting outdoors and, and part of what you have to do is just be creative about like, I just need to find ways to just be outside because that has its own kind of satisfaction to it, mm-hmm. you know? And as a kid, like, I loved it when my parents were like, we're going to have, we're going to burn the leaves from, or the leftover brush from, what? Like, there's a fire and <laughs> we get to, awesome. you know, like, I mean, it's just really simple. But if that's a lot of work for you. I don't know, like go to a park and like bring hot dogs. Like it doesn't have to be like you got to go to the Wisconsin Dells or you got to go to Door County or wherever. Oh, gosh, I can't stand that. Um, the uh, But like we think that it, we have to wait for this like supreme vacation. Yeah. It's like yeah. sometimes all it, all it took was we're going to a park, you know, we're going to go visit, you know, grandma. Um, but like find ways that, that you can relax. Cause I, I really, I failed in that. And then by the end of it, I was exactly like you're saying, I was bitter, depressed, frustrated, angry. Cause I didn't, I didn't take any time for myself and I was, I was just, I don't know. 
stupid, I guess. The, the other thing I realized is it doesn't even have to be like with me, with my personality type. Some of the most restful things are just spending time with people that I love that, I, that I'm not ang- anxious around at all. I'm not stressed out around. And that's, I think, one of the most beautiful revelations I had is that when you when, sometimes when, when we get exhausted by whatever we're doing with our life, if we get exhausted, we can we can easily have people in our lives that those relationships are restful relationships. Like, like it's it's incredible how some of my relationships are stressful and others are restful. And and when you you can find those, I can spend obviously as you know, even though we come on companions, I like sleeping in on my day off. So like I I need I need, you do. You're very good at that. I, I, I need that rest at the beginning of Monday. First part of Monday is sleeping in, and then it's like then we start the texts. Hey, let's go get lunch. Right. Let's go get brunch like that. And but but it's like I like it because I get the physical rest in the morning. But when I'm hanging around you guys, thank God. I mean that, that you guys are restful people for me. So that I, I'm not stressed out by it. I get rest, you know, and then I can kind of get on with my day after that. So even the rest doesn't even have to be just yeah. alone. But it can be, of course, part of it should be prayer. But then there, another part should be being with, with in situations or with people that that community is real community and yeah. you find rest in it. Yeah. And I think that's important, too. We said the same thing about kids, but also like parents or like adults need it, too. Structure, um, structure which is already kind of built in, rest, community, and prayer. Yeah. Like these are human activities. Mm-hmm. So well done. All right. Shout out. Here we go. From Rob Foster, he says, quote, To my wonderful girlfriend, Sarah, who was just confirmed at Our Lady of Loretto, and to my beautiful mother, Jana, who is walking the entire Camino and listening to your podcast wow. along the way. Wow, that'll get you hopefully all the way there. Yeah, that's true. After six and a half years. Have, uh, have at least one Magnum bar a day. That's what I would tell her. Nice. All right, to Nick Wangler. He's not Catholic, but humors me by listening to the podcast. And you guys are slowly winning him over to awesomeness from Mike Kelly. Awesome. Good deal. A shout out to the Theology on Tap group here in Birmingham, Alabama. We have great beer here. We have great beer, I swear, and I homebrew from Mark (laughs) Bollinger. Are you trying to invite us down? (laughs) Okay. That's in quotes. Oh, I see. No, it's not. Oh, I think oh, in Alabama, they're claiming you can't compare to Colorado, Alabama. Come on, don't even try. Yeah, right. We have so much better. You're drinking water from the Gulf of Mexico. Good luck. (laughs) Good try, though. Good try. All right. Uh, From Joshua Christensen, shout out to Annie Schweiner, Schwaner, who attends Benedictine College. Thanks for speaking to me on the phone for the last 10 minutes of my drive so I would not fall asleep. Aw. No, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I think this Joshua guy is digging you. I don't know. Uh, to Alan Gonzalez, who listens to the podcast while sitting in DC traffic and most likely is eating blue bag sun chips. Well done. I am a favor of the orange bag sun chips, and I was just polishing a bag off not two nights ago. Sun chips are way too healthy for me, so give me Doritos. All right. Uh, from Nicholas Lee Lay, L E. A shout-out for my friend and fellow Atlanta seminarian brother, Kyle Simonis. He has been binge-listening to every Catholic Sub podcast since last summer. We get a lot of binge-listeners. I've realized that people Benders. do that more often than, like, they don't They don't, They don't. don't put it into every week. Well, many people do, but mm-hmm. a lot of people will just, like, listen to six and a half. We're up, actually, we're going on seven years now. Seven years yeah. just, like, in a row. Yeah. All right, last one. 
Say hi to Lucia or Lucia in Phoenix from her sisters Elena, Clara, and Isabel in Spain who miss her a lot. So, okay. Nos vemos, pero no nos besamos. Uh, Catholic stuff, you should know. Un podcast de Católico. Do the accent. I love your I love your Spanish accent. <laughs> uh, bienvenidos todos ustedes a nuestra fiesta del Super Bowl. Un partido de, de, de los Green Bay Fanny Bandits y los Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> Patrocinado de Budweiser. También Pepsi y Walmart. Siempre más barato. Siempre. Yeah, that's all, that's about as all the Spanish I know. That's awesome. That's so we're good, man. We are nearing the end of the shout out list. Did you see that? Are we? Yeah. I can't believe it. That I, is awesome. Yep. That no doesn't less. mean you all need to send in shout outs, yeah. but <laughs> if you're trying to get a girl, you can send us. In. Yeah. <laughs> Catholic stuff you should know podcast at gmail.com or Catholic stuff podcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. God Check bless. us out. We'll talk to you soon. Love you.